0: I think all of the features that we're talking about today are going to to ease the on-ramp for someone who's coming to MongoDB in some kind of new way, whether Mm -hmm. it's from Mm -hmm. a relational background or whether they just haven't been exposed to more of a a NoSQL type environment. It's going to ease the on-ramp, which already was pretty natural with MongoDB. Mm -hmm. I I Mm -hmm. personally find it very intuitive to use the way that documenting your database can map to objects in code. It's very natural. This is making it that much easier.
1: Welcome back to the show. My name is Michael Lin, and this is the MongoDB Podcast. Today, we've got a fantastic episode lined up for you. You just heard the voice of Shelby Carpenter, Senior Product Marketing Manager at MongoDB. She's giving you a sneak peek into what's on the horizon for the MongoDB developer experience. Today, she's joined by Julia Oppenheim, a Senior Product Manager at MongoDB. They're going to be talking with Shane McAllister at the mongodb.local London conference. We're going to be discussing in depth how MongoDB is leveling up your developer experience, especially when migrating from relational databases. So whether you're a veteran with MongoDB, or just beginning your journey with NoSQL, you're going to learn all about the ways MongoDB is making your life easier. Don't forget to check the show notes out. We've got links to some of the things they discuss, and a blog article that specifically talks about the developer experience. You can find this at mdb.link episode 180. If you like what you're hearing, do us a favor, hit the like button, subscribe so you don't miss an episode, and maybe consider sharing this episode with a friend. Stay tuned.
2: So before we get into the nuances of what was announced earlier, tell us a little bit individually about the day job at MongoDB and your roles.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I can start. I'm Shelby. I'm a senior product marketing manager at MongoDB, where I work on all things developer experience. So that includes MongoDB's developer tools and our programming language communities. And I work closely with Julia and others on how we can bring these to market and connect with customers.
2: Okay, so that's a pretty wide base there, Shelby, right?
0: (laughs) It is. It's a lot of variety, which is fun.
2: And you mentioned just before we come on air that you use, you were in journalism school and this, so this is a natural environment for you to be doing an interview, right?
0: Yeah, it's pretty fun, but I feel like I want to swap places. <laughs> you
2: can do that. You're more than welcome. I got to gotta get some questions <laughs> for you. Yeah. And Julia, how about the day job for you at MongoDB?
0: Yeah, so
3: I'm Julia. I'm a senior product manager at MongoDB. I've been here for about three years and I'm based in New York and I focus on our developer tools, mm-hmm. uh, specifically MongoDB Compass and Atlas Data
0: Explorer.
2: Okay, so Compass today got some nice new improvements. Tell us a little bit about what was announced. I know it was short on the keynote, a lot more involved than that. Can you tell us there?
3: Yeah, for sure. So today uh, we announced what we are calling our intelligent developer experience in Compass. And it's intelligent because we are using AI to generate queries and aggregations based on natural language input. So basically you can write what you want your query to do in English, and we'll generate it for you.
2: So, before we get into the nuts and bolts of that, before this, that you know, writing those queries and aggregations, you know, you, you needed to know what you were doing first of all. So now, are you saying that I'm just going to use straight up natural language to do this?
3: I would say right now it's a very good starting point. Okay. So we're releasing this feature in public preview. Uh, it's the first time we're doing anything like this in Compass. But if you don't know which stages to use or what the exact syntax is, it's a really, really good starting point. And we've done a lot of testing internally and have found that uh, the feature is able to capture more complex aggregations. So, yeah, you don't need to rely so heavily on the documentation. You don't need to rely so heavily on prior knowledge. Definitely uh, is a good starting point that more often than not works right out of the box.
2: OK. And just actually, let's take a step back for those that un- might be unfamiliar with Compass, our mm-hmm. tool. Could you tell? the audience a little bit more about what that enables and does. Because it's, in my view, it's kind of nearly the the undersold tool, right?
3: Yeah. So for those who don't know, MongoDB Compass is our official MongoDB GUI. It's a desktop app Mm -hmm. and it allows you to do everything from explore your data to develop your queries and aggregations to kind of, um, you know, look at and understand your schema. So it's meant to cover a broad range of use cases for during development. And we've always really invested in making writing queries and aggregations easier. Uh, a lot of people do really love our aggregation pipeline builder, mm-hmm. which kind of breaks it down into easier steps and provides some more support. And we see this intelligent developer experience is just an extension of that. So um, you can kind of, you have a few different modes where you can r- build aggregations, and this is just kind of an alternative way to do that.
2: Okay. And tell us a little bit about the development. How long was this in gestation? How much work? this involve we heard you know sahir said every event has to have ai in it now but it's moving so fast how how when did this first start and what level of work did it involve from the compass team
3: yeah so um it has been in the works for a while i think that since kind of the chat gpt explosion everyone Mm -hmm. felt that this was a natural next step to take uh it was kind of nice to have some people in the space experimenting more with the generative uh, AI features first, so we kind of knew what gotchas existed, what to look out for. Uh, But yeah, we've been working on this feature, I'd say, since late or maybe Uh, mid-May. And it's been a lot of kind of trial and error. Uh, We're kind of learning as we go, and we're excited to kind of get feedback during the public preview process. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, our team had never really worked with an LLM before. The prompt engineering has been super interesting, Mm -hmm. even just from a... How do people write prompts and think about prompts? Uh, okay. How do you interact with an AI? So lots of learning along the way.
2: And in the keynote, so here mentioned RAG, retrieval augmented generation. I'm assuming you you know to train the LLMs with the aggregations that we have and, and all of that, you needed to do that?
3: So we did use an LLM kind of right out of the box, okay. uh, which definitely helped a lot. But I think there's so much more we can do to kind of like deepen how we're kind of, I don't know what the right verb is, but maybe implementing RAG or using Mm -hmm. RAG. Uh, Yeah, there are lots of different places to go with that.
2: Okay, so in the past, how would somebody formulate an aggregation and how easy is it now?
3: Yeah, so in the past, it really did depend on your level of experience. Mm -hmm. And I don't even mean level of experience with MongoDB, but really your level of experience with that. Okay. Stage or the aggregation that you're trying to write. I think anytime you write something for the first time, you're going to have to kind of poke around a little bit. What's the syntax for the stage? Um, is this the right stage for my use case? Uh, have other people run into problems? I know that when I personally develop aggregations, I spend some time maybe on Stack Overflow.
2: or We all do. Yes, we all do. That's places fine. like that.
3: Uh, <laughs> but now all of that is really handled for you. Like you okay. don't you just have to say what your use case is what you're trying to do and the syntax is taking care of for you the kind of stage selection is taking care of for you like the order of the stages taking care for you so it's it's really as easy as just thinking this is what i want to do and then typing it in
2: Ah, and we
3: give you the response i like that yeah
2: so shelby there was a lot of other ai announcements on the keynote earlier today what what else did we put out there
0: yeah, so we've put out a number of things. We also have natural language charts generation in Atlas Charts and a SQL to MongoDB query API syntax converter and relational migrator. this is going to be really popular, especially with folks coming from a relational database background who are trying to switch mm-hmm. to MongoDB. And I think this was covered in the keynote, but we also have an intelligent chatbot for MongoDB documentation. So you can go there and ask questions about MongoDB docs wow. or how to use MongoDB and you'll get back relevant documentation code samples and lots of information that just make it very easy for you to troubleshoot, learn about new product capabilities, and really make the most of MongoDB during development. Okay,
2: okay. tell me a little bit more. I mean, I already thought that charts in MongoDB were easy to use in Atlas mm-hmm. because it was drag and drop. It was very straightforward. Mm-hmm. Natural language, I'm just describing the chart, the results that I'd like to see, basically.
0: Yeah, it, it'll be as simple as, you know, give me the top 10 sellers for this year, or some kind of high level, like similar to how you go into compass and ask mm-hmm. a question with natural language to get uh, query syntax in mm-hmm. charts. You can go and ask a question and generate a chart. Uh,
2: I'm looking forward to trying, trying that out. And I suppose the same question that I asked Julia was like, how long was that in engineering being built? How difficult it was to do, etc. Little share some insights from the team there.
0: Yeah, I'm not as close on the engineering development on the chart side, so I don't want to speak for that team. But I know all across MongoDB, we're thinking about the best ways to use AI and make Mm. the experience easier for developers.
2: Okay. And then you mentioned the docs. So now you can go in there and rather than searching and trying to have the right term for what you're searching for, you're just going to ask that again in natural language. And is that available right now?
0: It is available right now. You can also, you can find the code on GitHub. So if you're trying to make a similar type of chatbot, it's actually built on top of MongoDB Atlas and Atlas Vector Search. It's a really cool vector search implementation example. And we're going to be publishing reference architectures and a whole bunch of information as well about how we built the MongoDB chatbot. So I hope people will try it. But also if you're interested in this type of use case, please check out how we implemented this because we want to make it easier for others to do this as well.
2: Okay, so like it, you called it intelligent developer experience. How intelligent is this chatbot in the Docs? Like, if I'm stuck, how, how is it going to be helping me? You know, I
0: mean, it's it's pretty smart. <laughs> I mean, and across all of these tools, or I know specifically for for Docs and Compass, we're going to have you know thumbs up, thumbs down. Like, did this help me? did okay. it not. So okay. we can we Give can learn from, from the, how the users are are interacting with these tools. Uh, I mean, always, of course, if you're. Working in production it's going to be good to maybe go and talk to our customer success team when you're getting Mm -hmm. into more complex areas i don't think it's going to be a a replacement for traditional support but it can it can get you some more information and get you you further along in your development journey much faster with the help of ai which is pretty cool
2: okay so i suppose the benefits for us in doing that there are answers quicker for developers and that feedback loop we kind of will figure out what's worked what what are the most common questions being asked because I would imagine before this, yes, we know what people are searching for, but we don't know the context necessary. We're gonna have a lot more context now.
0: Yeah, and we're gonna also have context on, okay, did, did this answer someone's question? Mm-hmm. You know, did this get them farther along?
2: Okay, will that lead to more work for the docs team then? <laughs> I keep asking this question, you need to write yeah. more documentation on
0: it. I'm sure everyone's gonna to continue to be busy no matter what, but it's always great to, to hear from our users and find out what's resonating for them, what's helping them develop applications more quickly with MongoDB.
2: Okay, so we, we mentioned we mentioned the docs and we mentioned charts. There was one in the middle, Shelby, that you just us.
0: Yes, Relational Migrator.
2: That's it. Sorry, the big one, right? Yeah. This this is like secret science or magic to me. I mean, I already thought the relational migrator tool was pretty good. Tell me about what we've just added.
0: Yeah, so one of the cool things about these language features like what you have in charts and what you have in Compass is that they're idiomatic. So you can come and enter your natural language prompt and then you get a chart back, or you get the aggregation syntax Mm -hmm. and you can run it. For the relational migrator feature, it's really idiomatic for developers with a SQL background. So you can put in your SQL query and have it translated into MongoDB query API language.
2: Okay, so this was, I know when when I do MongoDB events, this was kind of the key, not the key question, but you get a lot of people come up to the booth and say, uh, I'm, I'm a SQL developer. You know, what, what's the difference? How do, how do we make that? How I'm, I'm not in the NoSQL world. So our relational migrator tool was kind of our answer to that to help them come across. It's an incredibly powerful tool. We launched it, a, when did we launch it originally?
0: We announced parts of it at MongoDB, uh, dot local New York. This week.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're, we're three, four months in now from that. So we've already added new capabilities to it. Um, And do we see this then totally getting rid of that barrier to coming across to MongoDB and a NoSQL world?
0: I think all of the features that we're talking about today are going to to ease the on-ramp. For someone who's coming to mongodb in some kind of new way whether it's mm-hmm. from a relational background or whether they just haven't been exposed to more of a, a NoSQL type environment it's going to ease the on-ramp which already was pretty natural with mongodb mm. I, I personally mm-hmm. find it very intuitive to use the way that documenting your database can map to objects and code it's very natural this is making it that much easier
2: yeah and i suppose look our push to the de- developer data platform and taking all of that heavy lift off the developer, it's natural that we're making all of these tools. The title, Intelligent Developer <laughs> Experience. Who came up with that? <laughs>
0: uh, it was a, a team effort. Team, effort, team AD, effort. But Hopefully. Julia and I worked very closely together on this.
2: And in, for, you know, is there another roadmap? Are there more next steps? Can you talk about you know, what's the next thing we're going to apply AI to or, and, and make it more intelligent?
3: I mean, honestly, I think there are just so many possibilities. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of ideas floating around and a lot of it honestly depends on the feedback that we get from our users. Where are they kind of struggling? Where might we be able to provide more explanation or generate something for them just to kind of ease the workflow? So I don't want to say anything too concretely because, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. roadmap is ever evolving, but (laughs) I will like kind of make this a call to people to submit feedback and ideas and reach out to us because we definitely would love to hear of people's thoughts.
2: Okay. So I talked with Ian Ward just before we were chatting and that he had set up almost a a micro site for learning about Atlas on the Edge. Is there new destinations for people to go to get started or, you know, learn a bit more about what we've done? Do we have a new blog post up there?
0: We do have a new blog post. There's going to be updates to documentation pages, to the product pages for compass developers are going to want to have the most recent version downloaded and it will be rolled out incrementally over the course of the next month. Okay. For the okay. charts feature, you're going to want to go to the charts product page and you can sign up there is in it's in private preview so you can get access that way. Okay. And then relational migrator, similarly, you have to sign up within the that'll actually be within the relational migrator tool where you can sign up for the private preview experience. And the docs AI chatbot is on the web and, and ready for you to ask there. your questions.
2: Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. So With Compass updates being rolled out incrementally, how would I know using Compass that I have this?
3: Yeah, so once, like Shelby said, once you download the latest version of Compass, it will just appear in your UI one day, and all of a sudden you'll see in your Documents tab, in your Query Bar, something that says Generate Query, and on your Aggregations tab, there's something that says Generate Aggregation, and you can click that, and it's pretty clear how to get started from there.
2: Oh, wow. Okay. I would say you're going to have people flocking to get to those previews and sign up and, and get everything else there. Anything else people should know about either Compass or everything else that we've added across in the AI space?
0: I would just say, like, please use the, the thumbs up and thumbs down features. Your feedback yeah. is going to be really important on you know, are these features working for you and how we can continue to improve them. And then also anyone can always go to feedback.mongodb.com. If you're Mm -hmm. looking for uh, an intelligent experience in a different type of tool, a different area of the developer data platform, we'd love to hear from you because we really do look at that user feedback and it helps us to understand what the needs of of users are and build for that.
2: Okay. And obviously it's great to have the mention in the keynote there. Anything else that you've seen around at the show? It's nice to be back in person and, 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 Meeting, I know we were very full earlier. I think that's all settled now, thankfully, but um, have you had interesting conversations around the floor, seen any other people's talks, or you just been super busy?
0: Uh, I've been at the booth. Uh, There've been some great questions, people coming up and asking about the Compass feature. There's Mm -hmm. also been a lot of excitement, and I've been seeing a lot of nods during the keynote about the Atlas CLI local development experience, including a local experience for Atlas Search and Vector Search. I know you had Max Marconer on earlier to speak about that. I think that's a very exciting announcement. That's going to be very transformative for a lot of developers working locally. So seeing a lot of excitement around that as well.
2: Okay, so at the booth here for Compass, we can show this now. So if if people happen to be listening to this live stream as well as being here or nearby, they can go down there and get a demo.
0: Yeah, just stop by the product booth or go to the Ask the Experts.
2: Okay, excellent, excellent. And finally then, I suppose, Shelby, you've joined us on some live streams before and all that. I think, you know, we'll certainly try and get Now, Julia, we're going to try and twist your arm to come on and and join us and and show this off. Um, Any last minute words for, uh, you know, I suppose you can't mention the roadmap of the future plans, but how do you keep up with the ever-changing generative AI space? I mean, there's so many tools, there's so many LLMs, there's so many announcements. It's hard, right?
3: It is hard. It's definitely a lot of just taking the time to read and see what people are saying, what they're trying out, keeping a pulse on the community. And um, so I think that's part of it. And I think part of it is also being careful not to solve problems with AI that don't need to be solved with AI. We were really lucky that uh, this just seemed, like I said before, as a natural extension of what we've already been trying to do. Like our mission is to make it really easy to write queries and develop with MongoDB. And this just made sense. So if we tried to tackle every AI trend, we would have a never <laughs> never achievable goal um so i think it's just also being really focused on what what the people want what our MongoDB users want um and kind of balancing it all together
2: i think that's very true because what you've applied ai particularly in the in you know for queries and aggregations there you know i think you know i've certainly done my own queries and aggregations and for me if you're not doing it regularly you get rusty yeah you know and you're kind of oh why didn't that work why doesn't it mm-hmm. but now to have this so you're applying ai to something that is incredibly beneficial because i think if look if you look in the tech landscape there's a whole host of companies that are nearly just changing their domains to dot ai right. and all of a sudden they're a thing you know but i think it's a great approach that we're taking to go all the way back to just making developers lives easier yeah. um, and you know as you mentioned earlier julia we're like if i write an aggregation It'll give me back what it thinks I'm looking for, but I'm still gonna probably tweak and change that. But it gives me a head start. Mm-hmm. Right. I think that's the most benefit of most of the use cases with a lot of the AI tools is that it gets you rolling quicker. Exactly. You know, it's not gonna do a developer's job for you, but it gives you the framework, it gives you the starting point a little bit swifter. So for aggregations and, and queries, that yeah, I can see how that would really be beneficial for developers. I look forward to hearing all the feedback that you're getting and the next iterations and or you scout out for it to add more ai buttons
3: i'm looking forward to the feedback as well
2: so. yeah yeah no that would be great shelby Julie, thank you very much for joining us on the mongodb live stream
1: here at that local london thanks so much to shelby to julia and to shane if you want to learn more about the mongodb developer experience check the show notes there's a link to mdb.link episode 180 Thanks, everybody. Have a great day.